What's going on, Marcus? Hold on, let me adjust some levels here. Uh, let's see, Skype. So I'm assuming you can hear me okay? Absolutely, loud and clear. Awesome. Am I coming, am I coming through all right? I'm outside, so I hope there's not like... No, you sound awesome. Okay, perfect. Thank yeah. you, Apple. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so um, ready to get this thing rolling? Absolutely. This is Marcus Allen. It is Sunday, October 18th, one twenty-four in the afternoon, and this is the Marcus Allen Show. And this is Nate, who's calling from – are you uh, able to tell us where you're calling from, Nate? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm um, outside of Cincinnati, okay. Ohio. Okay. And you're outside because the weather must be nice? Uh, it's uh, – it's – it's comfortable. I'm outside, actually, just because I'm a loud talker, and I don't want to wake my son up. I only have a little bit of time to talk, so I figured I might as well make it uh, the best I can. I got you. Well, here in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, it's gorgeous. It's like 60 degrees and sunny, So, but I'm inside because I got the studio equipment inside, so I, I wish I was flipping with you. I wish I was outside. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. So since you have limited time, let's get right – let's skip – as I always say, let's skip the fluff. Let's get right to the good stuff. Um, Absolutely. What – Tell me what – well, let me give some backstory. Um, I was going to pull up the things that you were saying about me on the Uncle Odd show, which is a very odd name to call oneself. And <laughs> I think it was deleted and uh, you were you were laying into me a little bit. And then, um, then you contacted me and you said something about – in fact, let me pull it up. You said – this I do have. You said all the way back there. What's up, Marcus? Heard your recent call with Ab. Oh, that's what it was on Ab, uh, which is fakeologist.com. I can give you the religious chat you're looking for. So is that what you're still looking to accomplish? Yeah, absolutely. That's, um, you know, I was just kind of heckling you, giving you a hard time in the chat because, uh, you know, that's what uh, YouTube and the simulacra we're in is divulges into in the chat. And I'm with you. Like, I'm, I don't like the chat feature. And it just really, it takes away from, like, what's being said. So, like, people don't focus. And so I kind of use that to my advantage because, look, you were on the call and you were still focused on what I said. So um, I'm, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really uh, looking to uh, give you the, relig- the, the religious talk, I guess you could say. Okay, go for it. I mean, tell me what you're looking to accomplish. Are you looking to change my mind or just to, to have a conversation? Or No, conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm not one to change people's mind because you can't change people's mind. You can only give them, you know, like, like a seed, right? I know it's a cliche metaphor or whatever, but, you know, you can't, you can't make a seed grow. You can only give it the nutrients that it needs in the right um, environment. Um, it needs to grow into the plant it needs to be. So I'm not here to change anybody's mind. Um, but I guess just to get into it, all religion is a lie. So you're not wrong. Like you're not wrong there in in, in that aspect. And I, I see what you're coming from. And and that's the perfect thing with religion, right? Is religion is controlled opposition to the Creator, God, Spirit, Essence, whatever you want to call this force that is ultimately here um that we can interact with and we can perceive only if you're willing to perceive it and that's that's where i get my 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 handle from is perception navigator and 
I guess my foundation in in life, and I'm not in the conspiracy realm per se, is I'm wanting to hone my perception to what is real and to um, avoid the illusions and the potholes along the road in this this journey we call life. Sound sounds like sounds excellent. Okay, keep going. So, um, I mean, I guess I would do better if we. Um, so, okay, here, just for, I, metaphor is a great way to get and lead people to the truth, right? And sure. When I heard, when, when I heard you say, um, someone told you that um, a good example for the creator or God, whatever, I really don't like using the word God because language is very nuanced. And mm-hmm. because of the programming and the way we've used God, when you say that, you get an image in your head, right? You, language is just symbolisms for us to transfer ideas and into our reality and what we observe and what we see. Mm-hmm. And when you hear God, you oftentimes think of someone, uh, a person, right? And like a personification of, of this force, of this energy, of this life and love that is the creator, right? And when you hear that, that gives you an idea of something outside of yourself and, and, and something that cannot be achieved, right? And so that's what all controlled opposition does, is they give you nuggets of the truth, right? But then they take you into some bullshit that makes no sense, right? And, and, leads you to nihilism and to ultimately what they want you to do. And so that's all religion is. And that's where controlled opposition gets their format from, is from religion itself. That is the first controlled opposition there ever was before you get to the Alex Joneses and those types. Yep. So that being said, we can still know the creator. Religion is not how you connect to God or this force of, of, of this energy. Okay, so yeah, I guess if you you want to respond, I I could I don't want to just keep going on tangents. If like I like to get on the same page with people. Yeah, well, you're to, you're totally on the same page as me. I mean, um, the the only thing that I never understood is why is it that religion likes to connect our creator? I mean, obviously, someone created us. No one can dispute that. Why is it always that the creator is linked to a god? Because that's how they can control you, right? That's like we all know, right? When when you like, let's use. I really don't like using historical examples, especially because we can't know if the timeline was manipulated or whether even those primary sources were telling the truth, right? So, just for like the example of the Roman Empire, right? Mm-hmm. You are the central. You're the central hub, and you've got all these laws and all these things and. At that point, it was a whole lot harder to control people by force. But to control their minds, right? And I don't know if you've ever looked into Mark Passio, and I don't put much stock in that kind of stuff. But, you know, they say the the root word of religion is religare in Latin. And there's different translations, and people often like to say that that is to bind, right? And and to bind the mind, right? So that's, that's what they do, right? So if you tell them there's a God, something outside of yourself, something other than what we actually are is, is a whole lot easier to control people. And that's what they, that's what they do, right? That's like, um, so for in the, in, I guess the Judeo Christian kind of example, right? They, they're always, uh, they're using a dualistic sense, right? So they do heaven and hell. And, Mm -hmm. and I don't know, do you, um, follow Tim Osmond at all? Everyone wants me to, and everyone says that I'm very much like him, but um, there's something about him, and I don't know exactly what it is, that I don't enjoy. 
I, I totally get you. I've never looked into his stuff until recently. And actually, it was, it was kind of interesting. He was talking about um, Saturn, right? And hmm. um, the, what is it, the the, uh, the Brotherhood of Saturn and some of these things. And um, that, so like in the Brotherhood of Saturn, supposedly I haven't like looked into the sources. So this is me just spouting off what I heard someone else say. So don't mm-hmm. take it as true. Mm-hmm. So he was describing the brotherhood of Saturn is like the way they look at it is at that point, Saturn was the only, the, the furthest planet you could perceive with the instrumentation they had at the time. So that was the, the furthest away from the sun, right? So that was the, the polar opposite of the sun. And then the sun would have been the polar opposite of that. So they, they, it's hard to describe, but they really like to play on the dualistic nature of, of society and they they've only used god in a way to control us in all of our existence and like if you disconnect people from what they are it's a whole lot easier to, to control them sure but i guess i could uh, go into like how we could perceive how we can perceive and then it'd be like everybody right is your default setting is to be a creation right and to be connected to what we are and know know yourself right Mm -hmm. so if you're if you're to think about it in a in a in a way right let's say everybody's given um let's say when you're one years old or for a better example, everybody gets a computer, right? And to get this computer, you have to code it and you have to do all the things to make it operate. Everybody gets the same hardware, but you're learning to code your computer and you're doing all the base coding and all that, blah, blah, blah. But when you're going to sleep at night, someone's injecting um, viruses and malware into your coding from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so... You go up, you wake up in the morning, and you continue where you left off because you weren't aware of the viruses and the malware that were injected. Mm-hmm. And when you go, let's say, two, five, ten years down the road, when you're starting to use this computer and operate it, you're, it's not going to function properly, right? But then if you begin to become aware of the viruses and the malware that have been injected into your coding from the beginning, you can go back and take those out. Sure. So I guess I'm trying to say that as a metaphor. Is if you begin to become aware of how you've been disconnected from the creator and God, mm-hmm. you can go back and heal yourself and, and connect back to what is true. Sure. Yeah. I'm disappointed. I thought you were going to be like trying to talk me into religion. And so oh, far hell as, because no, <laughs> you said the talk religious talk, <laughs> I was all, ex- I was all excited about, you know, having a, not a debate, but a, a, an intense conversation. No, just I'm like talking. a conversation about it. No, absolutely, and I, I totally, I, I, I figured I'd catch you off guard when we were um, gonna basically agree off the bat. But, but that's the thing, right? Is that's religion? That's what that's what they want, like right? Then that's you're instantly. That's what people who are religious don't understand when they're trying to like conf, con, like confront someone like you. They're not doing anything. Be, I don't know. I'm. Kind of losing my train of thought there, but 
So let me ask you this question. Um, clearly, you know, you've known me for a little bit at least because of what you were, how you were trash talking me in, in the chat. How long have you known me for? Um, I've been aware of you. Ooh. So actually, I heard of you in like 2016 or 15 okay. uh, from, from Chris, and I could never find your stuff. And um, so when you, when you started back calling in the Hoaxbusters, what was that, last year or something like that? I was, I was actually kind of excited because I never really heard your stuff. I had a hard time going back and finding the calls you did with him. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I just personally don't think you, got, you go far enough with, um, I guess, your truth. And I think sometimes personally you get um, you you yourself interact with the illusions more than you should. Oh, great. So now we're now we're getting into some good stuff. So tell me. Yes. So so like get Exclave, like Exclave. Let's Exclave talk about that. OK, go ahead. So you always ask Ab and I'm totally on board with you because for me, right, just a little background about myself. Mm-hmm. I I'm 25. <laughs> I uh, I figured out the world the world was bullshit pretty young. Um, so when I was 17, I started looking into 9-11 I found, um, clues for them yep. and some of the, and some of those things. And so when I found out life was bullshit and all the lies we'd be given, I, I was able to avoid a lot of things. So like, I don't have college debt. There's a lot of things I've avoided and, and stuff like that. And so mm-hmm. I choose to not interact with what is fake as much as I can. So even like, I don't watch TV. Mm-hmm. I really don't even listen to like conspiratainment anymore Mm -hmm. i'm more into like interacting with people and i'm Mm -hmm. really actually i'm appreciative of uh you having this conversation with me right now because Mm -hmm. this is i I feel this is what matters more Mm -hmm. but um so you asked ab right how when he's ready to to take the plunge or whatever right and how how invested he is into the system and so you use it in the exclave right of getting back to the good old days but for for me there was never any good old days. Okay. So why would why would we want to build a system right that is is similar to what we've had? I just I'm totally on board with you, and I get I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I I feel what we need to do is create something new, okay. rather than try to model off of what was once before. Okay, I think that's an excellent point. I agree with you. Now I I don't know if you know, but I'm like I've taught marketing for thirty years. Mm-hmm. So I'm very savvy when it comes to knowing the psychology of how to take people from their one paradigm and slowly bring them to the next paradigm. And I understand why you would say what you're saying because I believe the same thing that you're you're saying. However, from a marketing perspective and standpoint, you're not going to win over many people if you do – are you familiar with Jacques um, Fresco? It sounds familiar. I'm probably familiar with some of his ideas if you were to expand. So literally on April 1st, I announced Exclave. I released drawings about what I had in mind. And then someone somehow I found out about the Venus Project, which is Jacques' idea for like 80 years. The guy was – Oh, OK. Yep, yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So the one thing that bothered me about him – actually, there were several. uh, I still have total respect for this guy. But he said, what we're going to do is we're going to have – the Venus Project will have no money system. It'll be a resource-based economy. That's fantastic, but that's not real. That's not realistic. You cannot quickly zoom into a no money system. There needs to be a transition. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, 
what I'm doing is literally taking his flaw and using that for exclave. I'm telling people, let's go back to the good old days because that's what people want. And um, about mm, 20 years ago, I think it was, uh, a guy, I won't mention his name, we talked about a marketing strategy called the switcheroo. This is very common in marketing, which is the same thing. You, It's almost like a noble lie. You tell people this is what they're going to get and you deliver on what they're going to get. But really your main mission is to get them in and then you switcheroo them into the real deal. So, okay. So I what think- I'm doing with Exclave is I'm catering to nostalgia because that's the way people have been trained to be nostalgic. And the switcheroo will come when they get into Exclave. They're, they're going to see the real deal behind the scenes. You do not know what I have in mind behind, because you're not a member of Exclave. Hmm. Interesting. So have you, have you thought about a money monetary unit based on time? Is that sort of like a resource-based economy? I guess in a sense, but when a resource-based economy, I'm with you. Like it, To me, it just sounds like there's too many – it could be very technocratic very fast. And that's just kind of – that's just kind of how it seems the shake of it to me right so like i don't see there's no way us as humanity i don't think we could begin to create some create something until we begin to connect to what we are know what we are part of right so like that's where i think we've got to know our place in reality and our connection to god and like what our purpose per se before we're going to be able to create the the systems and the structures that will replicate our uh, position in reality, per se. Okay, so like if I were to go off that, my purpose in life is to is uh, is not related at all to religion or God. My purpose in life is to make an impact on a certain niche of people, and that niche want to live the good life. And they themselves want to pass along impact also. That's always been my purpose in life. I don't know where I came up with that. It's just I'm at 53 years old right now, that's where I'm at right now. That can change. Uh, one of the things with the criticism that I get from both my family and others is that I might not be as consistent as I should be as a leader, which is ridiculous. I'm not a leader. I'm not a guru. I'm not an expert. I'm just a dude who's just trying to live the good life. Because I don't think life is anything but slavery. I believe that we're put on this earth to be slaves and there's nothing more to that. In their system, yes, I will agree with you. But that's because – okay, so we can – let's – cool. This is a good jumping off point. So Mm -hmm. when I say understanding our place in reality, that sounds very fortune cookie and blah, 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 fluffy, duffy, new age bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. But. When, what I mean by that, right, I mean by the scalar reality of our – the scalar nature of our reality. So when I mean – when I say scalar reality, right, so let's pretend, right, I, I, I know the communities we both – let's pretend cells exist, right, okay? Let's pretend they are real and we both believe in them, okay? You mean cells as in our body cells? Yep. Exactly. All right, so that, so then this is that's why you brought up simulacra. I'm going to put that in my notes because people are not going to know what that is. Simulacra. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so 
let's say we um let's say the cells in your body are conscious right mm-hmm. okay so this each individual cell in your body is conscious and they're carrying out the functions your body needs them to do in in their systems but they get to live up like a, a holographic reality to where it makes sense to them but they're carrying out what you need them to do right so so for instance let's break it down even a little further so scalar reality so inside of the cell that cell is made up of parts right so there's the nucleus there's a membrane and then there's a like a, forget, forget what it's called but mitochondria it's like, it no, it, they've got. There's a specific, you know, they love to quantify everything in 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 yeah. science and, and assign it a position and a number. But number three is the one I'm specifically thinking of for this metaphor, and that's called the vasile. I believe I'm pronouncing that prop- it properly. I grew up in Georgia, so forgive me if I'm pronouncing it a little uh, wrong. But it's um, it's the vasile. Okay. So the vasile is takes the shape of a sphere inside the cell. And the, the specific function of the vasile is to um, store and move um, certain nutrients uh, around the cell and also process chemical reactions, okay? Okay. So now we know that that cell is made up of, of other parts. So let's pretend, just as a thought experiment, we're not talking about, like, electron microscopes and computer programs. I'm just talking about for, like, thought experiment. Mm-hmm. Inside the vasile, that is made up of other parts, and those parts are made up of systems, right? So together, those systems create the vasile inside the cell, and inside of the vasile with all the other parts of the cell make up that singular cell. And then that cell, in conjunction with other cells that are similar in structure and form that look similar and carry out the same functions and the same tasks, come together to form a tissue or, or, or a tissue in the body, right? Okay. And then and then similar tissues come together in a line and form an organ. And then that organ in a line with other organs in certain parts of the body create an organ system. And then an organ system comes to organ systems come together in the form of you, Marcus, right? Yep. So then on top of that, you, Marcus, are a part of your family, right? Mm-hmm. So then your extended family and your extended family and your extended family. And then ultimately you are a part of the human race. And then you're a part of all life forms on Earth, and you are a part of Earth itself, and then blah, 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 onto infinity and all the way down, right? Yep. So, for your funk, for, so let's say in our, in, in this example, we are 30 times removed down inside of this vasile, okay? We're a part of a part of a part that makes up a part inside the vasile. The vasile is like the Earth. Okay, and so let's say something happened and there's some sort of gross repair in the cell, some kind of some kind. Let's say um, you yourself. Right. We're talking about the cells in your body. So let's say you you cut yourself. And no, here we go. Actually, because this is real, I'm pretty sure I remember you saying this. You hit the tanning booth all the time. Yep. Right. So it just, just came from there. In fact, yep. Perfect. Perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm not necessarily on the on the on the team of that uv is bad for you but we'll just go with like mainstream science for the example okay yep so you you hit the tanning booth all the time and let's say your cells get this get this boom and something happens inside the cell where it breaks down and it happens over time and they call this in in science they call it um 
gross repair, right? When the cell just starts inserting base codes of DNA because it, it's freaking out and it's just trying to fix itself. Okay. And so they call it gross repair. And, and when this takes place, um, sometimes it creates an oncogene. And this oncogene is basically like an immortal cell, okay? And this immortal cell, to, to keep feeding and to keep growing to stay alive, it has to consume the substances and the nutrients of the cells around it until it gets big enough to where it has turned into a tumor, right? And so this tumor gets big enough in your body, it's going to spread and spread and spread. And then you have cancer and you have lung cancer, skin cancer, all these places in your body until ultimately the cancer feeds on you. And, and the problem cancer doesn't realize is once it feeds on the host all the way, it dies itself. So it's, it's an insane energy and an insane process that takes place. But this is also a metaphor for, for our existence and the people that are controlling our reality, right? They are, in, in essence, right, like an oncogene inside of the cell, right? They are, they've rendered themselves immortal because of something that has taken place, and they feel they are no longer a part of the system, so they are outside of it. So they must control and feed off the nutrients of all the other cells. Okay. Okay, so now this is just... Now, imagine if you were to scale this up and perceive, and, and I'm not saying literally we're like cells in a body with a holographic existence per se, but you could perceive our position within reality in that sense, right? So now, this is why like atheists, right? So for me, actually, I, I was atheist for 18 years of my life, and I'm not talking agnostic where I was on the fence, where I was like, running around saying i know there's not a god right because that's another trick of religion is you got to be stupid to fucking believe it right that's the part like anybody who's actually smart begins to realize i don't know how many contradictions you said are in there but yeah like in in, in the bible and stuff and hundreds and, exactly and that's the point of it right that that's what it's for to disconnect you and 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 keep you away from the true knowledge right like Ultimately, you can extract a lot of knowledge and understanding of the universe and have like a five-year-old understand their position in reality and, and live a very productive, fruitful, happy, and loving life. So I'm waiting for you to wrap this around to what I'm doing wrong with Exclave. So, okay, perfect, perfect. So that being said, a cell that doesn't recognize that it is a cell inside the body is not going to carry out the functions that it's supposed to, right? So, like, hmm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put this in. So, for instance, you, I guess what I'm trying to say is that, like, For instance, uh, can do you mind getting into like things that may seem a little new agey and kind of out there? It depends to how much time you're going to spend on it. <laughs> not too much, but I'm not trying to. I hope that you feel. Are you kind of with me here at all, or am I? I'd love your feedback. Just tell me what you're, I mean, if I'm seeming way out there or. No, 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 you're not way out there yet. Um, keep going. Okay. So 
I'm going to talk about energies for, for a second, right? If, before you do, let me say this. I, I didn't yeah. get to finish. So people accuse me of being inconsistent. And what what bugs the shit out of me is that my inconsistency, which I am, is only because new data. Someone like you who's new on the scene and you bring up some things that make sense to me, If if I'm like – Hey, I'm not a religious guy, and then you're able to convince me with new data that I've never seen before that maybe I should look into religion. Now I'm going to seem inconsistent when in reality it's just new data. For example, I'll give an example. Yes. I, and I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last call. I have, I gave myself till age fifty. I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of this religious bullshit. I'll give it to age fifty to be completely as much as possible, as much as I can be open-minded about this idea about religion. And someone actually got through to me and she said, listen, do you use the internet? I said, yes, I do. She said, do you use Wi-Fi?" I said, I do. She goes, do you, when you drive in your car, do you use your radio? I'm like, well, not anymore, but I used to. She's like, both of those things, you cannot see the transmission. Wi-Fi is invisible to you. Radio waves through the radio are invisible to you. But you know that the radio comes out with sound in the spoken word. And you know that the Wi-Fi ultimately gets you onto the Internet. And you can see the Internet once it passes through this invisible thing that you can't see. And that was like an aha moment for me. Yes, absolutely. So, so I'm willing. I was until age 50. I've, I pretty much quashed that after age 50 because – I'm running out of time right now. I got very important things to, to focus on. I'm willing to change my mind about stuff. That's why I love having these conversations. I am not inconsistent. It's just new data. That's all. Yeah, absolutely. If you're not learning and growing, you're dead. Like right. you are dead. Trees grow, dude. When it, right. they grow towards the sun, they they're going to change their shape and form depending on where the sun is. That's ridiculous. If like if I was the same person I was a year ago, what the then, then that's there's something wrong. Right, you know? right. And I want to give one more example of this, and then I'll let you. So it'll give you time to collect your thoughts. There's um, a doctor. I don't know if he's a true quote unquote doctor. His name is Doctor Paul Saladino. I'm going to put him in the notes. Uh, I actually hope we can do a show together, uh, Doctor Paul Saladino. And he wrote a book called The Carnivore Code. It was all about eating a carnivore diet. And one of the problems with eating a carnivore diet, which in fact just today I experienced, is you get muscle cramps. And no one knows why, which is interesting because I know someone knows why. They're just not telling us. And what he found is that when he ate a high amount of raw honey, it had enough potassium, magnesium, etc., to get rid of the muscle cramps. So he eats a mostly nose to tail animal diet. He supplements with a shitload of honey. And now he's in great, everything's great, right? Mm-hmm. He wrote a book about being pure carnivore and he was willing to go there and listen to someone say, hey, you might want to try this. And now he's changed his mind. And I have total respect for that. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And just to be clear here, I'm not here to convince you of religion. I'm here to – I want to show you that I guess God is exists in a sense, but not religion, right? So like 
religion is an, is another thing to where you have to seek outside yourself, right? So if we are a creation and we are of this this energy, right? Everything that exists and everything that will and ever was here and that we can interact with is why would you have to seek outside yourself to connect with it? Why why would you need to to look in a book or why would you need to follow someone else if you are of this create of, of, of this force, right? And so when I when I mean that, I mean like so for instance, right? Let's say you're when you're sick, right, and you're in your body, your your in your lymph nodes swell up, right? And your body starts sending nutrients to the other parts of the body where it needs to to mm-hmm. help you get over it. Mm-hmm. If you were to be inside of those inside that cell and those cells were to be conscious and to just receive instantly the nutrients and what they needed to get over what was on with them, that would seem like a miracle. Right? You wouldn't how would you how would your cells perceive that to just overcome and have heal and, and almost be instantaneously, right? But also, right, we've got to talk about time a little bit here because time is also is relative right so uh, let's say for a fly right a fly only lives what like two days Mm -hmm. but a fly is not going to perceive two days to be very short right Right. two days is only short to us because we live 70 years but a tree that lives a thousand years old a hundred years wouldn't be nothing uh, and and wouldn't be compared to what it is for us sure so your cells in your body right when they would get those nutrients, it would make sense to them. But for you, it would be an instant. It would be like you get over your fever overnight. But for your cells, that was a very long, drawn-out process and, and, and them receiving what they needed to from other cells in their body, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to understand and learn. There's lang- we, need to, we need to learn a lot more about language, first off. And, 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 and second off is to – so I'm going to use the Bible for a second because like – right? So Jesus was kind of like somebody who could ride a bike, right? So there was a person who was Jesus, who knew the things Jesus know, knew. I There has to be. The, the people that control this world would not be able to come up with a lot of those parables and those things that are – that are very true, right? They wouldn't be able to do that with their cancerous state, with their dualistic understanding of basically their Satanists in, in, in a, in a simplistic way to say it, but not in the Christian mindset. But so like Jesus would have been somebody, let's say Jesus was trying to teach everybody how to ride a bike. Right. And he, he pulls a bike out and all these people have never seen a bike in their life. They've heard it. They've read a book about how to ride a bike. And then Jesus shows up on a bike, riding it around in their faces. And he's trying to show them, here, get on the bike like this. Do it like this. And then they fall off because they're trying to do it the way their book told them to do it. And he's right there. And he's right in front of them, trying to show them how to ride this bike. And so he was trying to teach them how to ride the bike. What they do with religion and Christianity and all these things is they've got you trying to ride Jesus when he was trying to show you how to ride a bike yourself. I think what you're saying is, why have a middleman? Why not get yes. rid of the middleman? Yes. Exactly. I agree. I agree 100%. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and so, how would you... So, it's just... It's going to sound delusional, right? And 
I really don't give a shit what people think of me because I'm very happy in my life. I have a beautiful family. I'm happy in my basic bullshit slave job because I'm able to see see it in a in a different in a different way. I'm very happy in my life with very few things, right? So I don't I don't care what other people think of me. So that makes two of us. <laughs> Perfect. Although I don't have a slave job and I don't have a few things. I, 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 I when people say that money is in everything, I always say uh, I don't think you're shopping in the right places. I understand. I I get that. I get that. But but for me, I will agree to disagree right there, but that's cool. Okay. So um so what was I saying? I forgot. I lost my train of thought there. So you get rid of the metal man. Yes, absolutely, right? So we we need to learn how to hear, right? So Jesus said, for, for those who have eyes they to, eyes to see and ears to hear, right? Mm-hmm. God can speak to you in pretty much any moment and any point in time in different ways. And it's it's really beautiful, right? And I would say the things I've learned and how I've learned them would be like a direct infusion of knowledge. And it's not like some weird light, like, right. For instance, I've come to the, con- I've come to conclusions in my life and understandings of things in my life. Now that I understand very fully, right. But I was introduced to them and shown them before in my life that led me to where I am now. And so having different experiences and different moments of time lead up to a buildup, right? And so then I may be having one, one thought or one idea taking place in my head, but this idea is only taking place because of all the other experiences and the other instances I was in in my life. So like, for, this is kind of off topic, but I've kind of, I, I for me, kind of created my own theory and my own like universal model on like what stars are and the sun and all our position in reality but like i didn't go look it up right i didn't watch a video on someone else's opinion on on what they think or why this model's wrong or why this model's wrong it was like an aha moment right a conglomeration of different things and different patterns i've recognized in my life in all aspects in my life, in different, in different criteria that may appear separate, but if we begin to recognize the connections in all things, because life is connected in all ways to where you can extract knowledge. And I probably sound like I'm rambling, and I hope I'm not pissing you off. No, you're not piss- you are You are rambling, but you're not pissing me off. <laughs> Well, that's good. That's well, I mean, good. I just don't, I, I don't understand the point you're trying to make. That's all. Is that the point I'm trying to make is that you can gain and get all the knowledge you need through your life from the creator at all instants, at all points in your life, if you're willing to perceive it. Okay. Like so let, let me stop you right there. Let's let, now we're cutting to the chase. Perfect. Perfect. Which God should I listen to? Because everyone says their God is the one God. Which one is the right God? That's a great, the God. It's hard to, it's hard to describe, right? It's, it's the God that is everything. There is no, like, Vishnu is wrong. 
Jesus is wrong. That's not like these are all idols. These are all symbolic linguistic things that are taking place of what is actually true. So like, I guess it would kind of sound pagan, unfortunately, but like God is everything. Right. So in a scalar sense, right. So like the same thing, like I was saying with like the cells in your body make up other parts inside of you. It's, it's like this, it's the force, it's the love, it's the energy. Right. So like, the cells in your body, like the parts inside of your cells, right, are um, arranged around the nucleus. And the nucleus has the DNA and all the energy and all the things that are giving like the cell life, right? So the same thing for us. Our our existence is based off the sun. If we didn't have the sun, none of this would be taking place. So like, I guess it's pattern recognition and learn and learning to recognize what like how the veins in your body look like the roots of trees and they look like rivers on maps and all these things is that everything is God and everything is a part of God the same way. Like for like if your cells were to say, I don't believe in Marcus, if Marcus was real, show himself to me right now. How could you do it? You couldn't do that. Your, your cells make you up you wouldn't be able to show yourself to yourselves all you can do is love yourself enough to take care of yourself and and not hurt yourselves right so eat right do all these things exercise not do all these things and 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 when you love yourselves you give them all the nutrients and all the things they need but if they how how could they perceive you if they are you and they make you up see this is where my eyes i kind of like lose it and my eyes glaze over so like you're Nate, right? You're in Cincinnati, yes. Ohio. Yes. I I am assuming that you're Nate because I said, hey, Nate, and you responded to me. Like, you're there. Like, there's yes. – it, it's not a simulation. Yes. Okay. So where's this God I'm supposed to pray to? You're not supposed to pray to God. You don't need to pray to God. God doesn't need you to pray. Like so what should I do – what would you recommend I do with this connection I have to this God? begin to open your eyes and your ears and right? where so, and where can i find this god everywhere so like so the table oh is god in a sense right so like i guess you could say it's kind of here we can do something here let's do something right so let's, sure let's do something grab, all right put your grab your two hands right yeah you grab your two hands <laughs> your, your hands are always on you hopefully so Put your hands in front of your face and ball your fingers up to where only your index fingers are extended. Okay. okay. And put your hands in front of you about a foot. Okay. Right? If you look at the left finger, you can see the left finger, right? And yeah. If you look at the right finger, you can see the right finger. Yeah. Now, if you cross your eyes, you should be able to see a floating finger. Yeah. Okay. Now, you can choose to see either the left finger or the right finger. Yeah. Or you can choose to see the floating finger, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of like a kind of like a metaphor. So you can choose to see to live your life as I, Marcus, Marcus Allen, doing this. These are my things that I want to do. Uh-huh. But you can also recognize your position in the scalar nature, right? So I guess then you can recognize yourself as the position in your family and how you want to care for them and your position in like human race, how you want to care for that. And then, or you could choose to see yourself 
as Marcus and a part of the creation. Does that make sense? Absolutely not. So, okay. So, let's say, here we go. And by the way, I don't like labels, so I'm not even atheist. It's like asking me if I'm like a Hulk Hogan fan. Like, n- no, I don't watch wrestling. Um, don't don't put a label on me because I don't watch wrestling. Right, right, right. I get you. I totally understand that. Well, hey, it's uh, it's I'm running out of time here, and I really uh, I appreciate this call, Marcus. Maybe we could uh, do it again. Sure. But it's getting late, late for me, and um, I hope I kind of give you a little bit of where I was coming from. I think so. Yeah, I'm glad we didn't have an argument. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I told you. I just wanted to have a conversation, man. Mm-hmm. I still but, wanted uh, to. I still want to find out what you mean by I don't go deep enough with exclave yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. I'm unfortunately I'm I'm out of time now, but I can I can definitely we can we can chat again. Absolutely. All right, dude. I'll let you run. Have a great Sunday, and hopefully I talk to you soon. All right. You too, Marcus. Take it easy. Bye. See ya. Okay. There goes Nate. Well, that was an abrupt ending, and I don't know what happened there. I don't know if he really had to run, or um, he sensed that it, it was getting it was going nowhere with me. But so what I had lined up, uh, we were originally going to do a video. I have this software. I'm a beta tester for Ecamm Live, and uh, it's it's mostly awesome. But we've been having all kinds of connection problems with this beta. And uh, what I was going to do is I was going to play a video. I think it's nine minutes. And let me pull it up here. Again, if you're an Xclave remote member, you're going to be able to watch this once Xclave TV is up and running. And uh, I was supposed to have that up and running last week, having some problems with that. But let's see. This is a almost nine-minute video called Billions Are Unknowingly Worshipping Satan. And I don't know what to think about it. It Sounds like a lot of gobbledygook to me, but I'll let you listen to it and see what you think about it. But the whole religion talk, and I know that's going to turn you off probably and, and lots of other people off me. And that would be unfortunate if my views on religion is the only thing or one of the few things that turns you off on me and it turns you off totally. It's like, I just don't understand it and I've never understood it. And, you know, a lot of people want to convince me that I I should feel empty because it's something missing from my life. And I, I kind of go there a little bit, but then I don't like, unlike Nate, you know, I, I I think money is fantastic. It's one of the greatest ways to trade resources. Better than barter, better than gold. How do you how do you how do you buy gas with a, a brick of gold? Or who's gonna take gold coins? That that doesn't happen anymore. And yeah, the the New World Order and the not so elite, they control the money, and I get that, but for the most part, money is pretty darn convenient and awesome. And you know they they've they control us through the money and i get that and if you 
if you learn how that all works, you have way less control. There's way less control. And or if you start your own community like I am with Exclave, you make your own money, which we are. It's called Bucks. And this whole thing where people are like, oh, money isn't everything. It's like, do you know how much it sucked when most of my life I was poor? And now with COVID, I mean, I'm just getting by. Can't can't save money now. I mean, you're just getting by. Um, but at the same time, you know how awesome it is when you have two nice cars. Like I have two Volvo XC40s. I mean, this isn't like, Lamborghini stuff. This is $47,000 car. Uh, and then my son's getting, uh, looks like a Nissan Rogue that's coming out. And you know how awesome it is that every day when I go to start the car, it starts. Do you know how shitty it is when I had my old car and I'd have to wonder if I'd have to hitch a ride home because it'd break down? This whole thing about money. Anyway, I'm getting off the religion thing. But money and religion always seem to go hand in hand. And it's funny how the religious people like like the money. They like when they pass around the basket, right? Anyway, so yeah, it, I know this is going to upset a lot of people. This talk, I just want to get. I want to be able to point people when people start talking religion to me. I want to point to these two audios I did. The first one where I talk about all the questions about religion, and I'll post that in the chat. Uh, let me post that right now. Past audio. And this one right here, which, again, I was disappointed because I thought he was going to school me on why I should believe in religion. It seems like every time someone tries to do that, it never ends well. But this ended pretty well. So anyway, I'm going to play this one, Billions or Unknowingly Worshipping Satan. Uh, Somewhat interesting. I don't know if it's true. Uh, I'd like to know your thoughts about that. So everyone have a great end of Sunday. Enjoy life, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care. It's time to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. Everything in our world has been reversed and perversed. If you have ever said a prayer or asked God for help, you have unknowingly worshipped Satan, the Dark One. Without knowing it, you have been praying to the Father of Lies himself. And I know his name. His true name. There are two groups of people that know the truth about religion in our modern world. The first group are the satanic elite, the infamous Illuminati. The second group are the truly devout Bible scholars. By this, I am referring to the mysterious magi who even in these modern times study and hold ancient knowledge sacred. And of course, we can't forget about the highly secretive rabbis of the Jewish Kabbalah but they also fit into the first group. What is the ancient knowledge that these groups know and keep from the rest of the world? It is the knowledge of God's true name and the knowledge of Satan's true name. And I'm going to tell you both of those names in this video. First, let's talk about who Satan truly is. Satan first appeared in the Bible as a serpent to tempt Eve. Satan has never been a devil with horns. He has never been the hairy-hooved beast that the modern world depicted him as. He has always been a fallen angel and the deceiver of the whole world. The book of John goes so far as to say that he is the ruler of this world. 
John 16.11 Satan has never been his name. Satan is just a title. The name has purposely been hidden from us. Hidden from the world so that we will be deceived. So that he can rule in secret, growing stronger while gaining more and more unknowing followers. And thanks to the King James Version of the Bible, half of the world thinks that Satan's name is Lucifer. But that was a mistranslation. Isaiah 14.12 says, Lucifer, son of the morning. This is the direct error, because the original Hermaic Hebrew says, Helel, not Lucifer. And Helel means crescent moon. But this is not Satan's name either. And where the King James Bible says, Son of the morning, in Hermaic Hebrew, it actually says, Bain Yalau, which means son of the howling, yelling, boisterous one. Satan has left many different descriptions of himself throughout the Bible. And even worse, he went as far as to have the true name of the Father and the Son removed completely. Do you remember the word Lord in the Bible? Have you ever prayed to the Lord? If you have, I regret to inform you that you have prayed to the fallen angel Baal, because Lord is his name, Lord Baal. Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 26 to 27, Fathers forgot my name for Baal. Make sense? Baal was the supreme god worshipped in ancient canon. The Canaanites worshipped Baal as the sun god and referred to him as Lord Baal. Baal worship promoted prostitution in religious temples and human sacrifice. This was long before Jesus ever walked the earth. Baal is usually seen as a goat-headed demon holding a baby. Here's a bonus fact. The Christmas Eulog is a carryover that represents the sacrificing of babies by fire to Tamaz. There is only one book that calls Satan by his true name, a book that was divinely inspired and found with the Dead Sea Scrolls, a book that was banned from the Bible, the Book of Enoch. There are many, many reasons that the Book of Enoch was removed from the Bible, but the biggest reason is because it contains Satan's true name. In the modern Bible, the book of Jude, chapter 14, verse 15, directly mentions the book of Enoch. It shows you that the book of Enoch used to be part of the Bible. Before the evil people of this world twisted the truth and hid the name of Satan from the misguided religions of modern times. In the book of Enoch, Satan's true name is revealed. The one who led Eve astray, the serpent himself, Gadrael. In short, he was just called Gad, which in English is pronounced God. Gadrael, the name of Satan, is Gadrael. And the book of Enoch, chapter 48, verse 6, 
is the only place that the name of Satan has ever been recorded. And that's because the book of Enoch had been hidden throughout time with the Dead Sea Scrolls in a cave. A cave where a true follower hid it to protect the secret knowledge that was being erased from the face of the earth by Gadriel and his followers. Have you ever prayed to God or asked God your Lord to help you, to guide you, then wondered why your prayers were not answered? Or maybe the opposite of what you prayed is what happened? It's because when you call out the Lord or God, you are actually calling out and praying to Lord Baal and Gadriel, the fallen angel, who brought death to mankind when he, the serpent, tempted Eve in the Garden of Eden. So if God is actually the short version of Gadriel in English, and Lord is actually the short version of Lord Baal in English, who should you be praying to? The simple answer is Father, your true Father, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So next time you pray, ask your Father in heaven to forgive you for not knowing his name. God is short for Gadriel, Satan's true name. The elite groups in this world know Satan's name, and they know God's name, and they take great pride in the fact that the religions all over the world have been deceived into worshiping their sacred fallen angel Gadriel and their baby-sacrificing demon, Lord Baal. There's a great power in words. Words are the most powerful force available to humanity. We can choose to use this force constructively or destructively. Words have energy and power with the ability to help, to heal, to hinder, to hurt, to harm, or to humiliate and humble. Make sure you understand the words that you're using and what they actually mean. It's time to wake up and take our countries back, our world back, our government back, our religion back. It's time to be human again and connect and get rid of all the negative forces that are trying to destroy mankind, that are trying to enslave the normal people. It's time to wake up, everybody. It's time to wake up. John X Army, signing out from the belly of the beast.